Welcome back, everybody, to an emergency edition of the Started Up Podcast. You know, over the last couple of weeks, I've been wanting to do a cryptocurrency one, and I thought I was going to do it when everything slowed down. I'm looking at my two students now, and there has been no slowdown. Um, several months back, I was been introduced to uh, some of the basics of cryptocurrency. It's always been on my radar, but started dabbling more into it a couple months ago. And uh, if there's one thing I'm really passionate about, it is financial planning. And quite frankly, I'm wanting to do this podcast, one, for educators. So guys, I'm just throwing that out there. Um, but two, I've got, some, I've got two students with me right now that have had quite a run on um, cryptocurrencies. And we're going to kind of give you a, a beginner's look. And then also kind of like maybe play down the fear of missing out kind of thing because we're at a scary point now because I was, again, the podcast I wanted to do was going to be like kind of a more level-headed approach, but things have kind of gotten out of control, so we're going to get into that here in a second. Joining me in the studio uh, to directly, well, directly to my right, Nate Whirler, and Nate has been uh, an avid uh, investor and a guy that's been looking into this for a long time, and then has has Michael Rogers, who's probably had a longer uh, play on this. So you've been into cryptocurrency for like what the last four or five years? Uh, yeah, somewhere around there. Right, right. So um, I'm going to kick it off with these guys. Uh, first of all, so I, the majority of my audience um, are entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. so they may be a little bit up on it, but a, a fair side on the teaching side, on the educator side. So in a very succinct way, and I don't know who wants to start it off, what is a cryptocurrency? Uh, Cryptocurrency is essentially any sort of result from performing algorithms on what's called blockchain technology, which is essentially kind of an open source sort of way to solve like cryptography problems, which is where it gets the name cryptocurrency to make a secure network um, to do some sort of function. In the case of Bitcoin, uh, what that sort of function is, is to just create a currency that is anonymous and unassociated with any sort of government or any sort of ruling above the currency. Now, so I'm going to kind of cut to the quick. So, you know, without getting into much of what the ledger is and all this other stuff, blockchain is kind of what we're going to be discussing in the sense that, like, right now there's a lot of confusion of what's the difference between Litecoin and Bitcoin, what is Ethereum, all these other things. Describe basically what is blockchain. Blockchain is kind of an assembly line, sort of, of how, like, a system can be run. It's essentially they take different individual, like, calculations, and then they split it amongst different blocks, and then different people, miners, as you may have heard them, uh, then run these calculations on machines, whether they be computers or specialized chips, to figure out these problems and essentially run the entire network in sort of a crowd-sourced way. Right. And one of the biggest fundamental differences that I want people to know about is that there is a, um, a finite number of, let's just go with Bitcoin, out there. So traditionally, governments could print as much money as they want. And therefore, you see, you know, basically, money is what the com- you know, the confidence you have in your government. This is decentralized, where there is no government, but there is a ledger to where everything has to be agreed upon. Therefore, there is. I want to dispel one myth: is that this is not hackable. This is not. You you cannot play with, um, you know, the, the ledger now. 
the wild fluctuations we're seeing, seeing here in the last couple of days. And man, have we seen some wild fluctuations. Again, this is why I kind of called this immediate, uh, this emergency podcast <laughs> is that in, in the last two days, it's gone up 70 percent. It's, it's outrageous. Um, so first of all, yes, it, it cannot be played with. Now, the wild fluctuations you see are because of the enthusiasm and all of a sudden the buzz. And I'll also say this. Now people like investor, uh, like in, institutional investors are starting to look at this. Like this has always been a geek play thing, mm-hmm. right? And all of a sudden now institutional investors, they're starting to look at, um, uh, you know, funds uh, that are tracking these things. So now all of a sudden it's, it's being legitimized. Mm-hmm. Michael, you've been an investor on this for three or four years. Tell me some of the different, you know, like changes you've seen in the investing world. Um, definitely the changes that I've seen is the opportunity that comes with cryptocurrency. Um, it started off by something very small, each Bitcoin maybe going for a few cents because it was very exclusive. Not many people really saw the potential in Bitcoin. And over the years, I remember a few years ago, it broke a thousand and me included saw this as an amazing opportunity and I sold a majority of my Bitcoin at the time. I sold 30 for $30,000. After that, I've really not really kept too much with the whole investing side, but especially recently, I've noticed that huge corporations are seeing this non-taxable form of currency, which is big, especially with corporations looking to buy in bulk for, um, just let's say uh, for factories say you want to buy a bulk amount of raw resources you can use bitcoin a non-taxable resource that has a set price to it and use it without any additional costs now um, i've told a few people about this and a lot of people have heard about this with bitcoin being unbanned in china this is huge yeah with the um, labor costs and the amount of mass production that comes out of China, this is a huge deal. Not to mention the investment money that's involved with huge corporations and very, very wealthy people in China Mm. who are now looking at this and starting to take it seriously because their government is allowing them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and I've seen that as the land grab all of a sudden recently, is that um, you have an opportunity to get something on the ground floor that people as at an institutional level because i remember like again your the early days when the only thing you could get was something like like off new egg yeah. and a couple other places now i've seen credit cards that are you know transaction i've got a friend of mine in greenwood dr dr she you know he bought a, a coffee the other day and it was funny because his receipt said you know you have spent 0. 0.00008 you know five bitcoin um but now all of a sudden it's being legitimized i mean there's credit cards built around it um the thing that scares me is now there's a lot of people that have this fear of missing out. So let's let's weigh in on that. Uh, I, I will say, and I'm sure you guys will back me up. Michael, you've been, and by the, for the record, um, how do you, Nate? Uh, I'm 18. 18. And 17. T- 17. So Michael, the voice of a 40-year-old man is 17, <laughs> and Nate is, if you heard some of his knowledge base, uh, he's not your average 18-year-old. But um, I think both of you guys would agree, this is now, we're seeing such weird fluctuations. And I'm talking a lot of times, teachers have hard-earned pay, right? They're, they're saving. Like, this is not something you go all in on. Oh, yeah. oh definitely Never. not. 
Um, I've had, especially recently, I've had a lot of people ask me, hey, how do I get into cryptocurrencies? Like, where do I start? Um, Bitcoin isn't the only answer. There are other strings of cryptocurrencies that you can use that are relatively small, unquote. Um, Stuff like Litecoin is sitting at $100. um, And you don't have to buy one whole of a cryptocurrency. Right. You can do what Nate's done over the years and just very in small doses invest, say, a percentage. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, Which that still goes up in price Mm -hmm. or goes down. Depends the point in time. Say if um, I know a few people that have only put like $10, $20 into Bitcoin now and still 38% of $10, $20. That's still more money in your pocket than yesterday. Yep. Yep. Well, and, and I think uh, we're going to get into how to buy and sell here in a second. But so, uh, you know, what I've been telling people is um, uh, two and a half to 5%, maybe if you're feeling randy, 10%. If you're, if you're a young teacher, maybe 10%. Like this is not a, this is not something to be messed around with. If you're like, okay, I'm putting all of my retirement into that. Yeah. That's just crazy. I mean, any financial, like I have a background in financials and, and that's just crazy anyway. Um, but this is a unique thing. Now you talked about the fact you can buy fractionals and people are like, well, I'm, I'm on NASDAQ right now and I don't see the Bitcoin. Yeah. I don't see, yeah. I'm on the, I'm on the Dow Jones and I don't see the Bitcoin. Um, Nate, you can go into this, uh, and actually, obviously, so so can you, Michael. Um, people are like, okay, I want to I want to buy Ethereum or I want to buy Litecoin or Bitcoin right now. Where do I go? Well, to start, you would actually want the cryptocurrency uh, websites such as like Coinbase is the biggest one right now, especially in the U.S. How they allow, unlike some, allow you to actually withdraw U.S. dollars. Yep. Uh, some are kind of restrictive on that and leaving it to only Europe or outlying islands of the U.S., and that's sort of an issue. So if you're looking into a place, definitely do some research, but a good place to start would be Coinbase.com. And what you do is you can... Also an app. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it's an app on your phone too, Mm -hmm. and it has live tracking of prices and all that, and it's actually what I use regularly to uh, check my prices rather than, uh, even though I don't store my coins with them, I store them in myself in my own private... uh, I won't go further than that, but uh, <laughs> security sake. Mm-hmm. And then um, you just you buy it there, and then you can either move it to like your hard drive or a flash drive and put it in a lockbox. And if you want to just hold it and wait, or you can transfer it to something like Bitrix.com is a big one in the U.S. and Polonix that will uh, you can use to trade like on the Nasdaq or on the Dow Jones. But rather than like say getting GE or Google, you get Ethereum or Ripple, which are other cryptocurrencies that you can trade against each other. Right. Um, we've, uh, we've mentioned Coinbase, but uh, another, uh, a few websites that I also like to use, um, I like to use different websites for different purposes. Um, I Personally, I use Coinbase as kind of like a hub for all my cryptocurrencies. Um, I also like to use websites like Bitfinex and GDAX for buying and selling. Um, GDAX, you're, they're going to have better deals. The, typically, that's where people go to either sell for a certain price and sell in bulk. So if you're looking to buy there, that's really good. Bitfinex is better for, it has a larger variety 
I find. Um, you can buy a lot of the smaller currencies from there. Or you can also buy stuff like Bitcoin, Ethereum. Um, I don't know. And uh, another one that I like to use just to watch trends to keep up with those cryptocurrencies is a little thing called Coinigy. C-O-I-N-I-G-Y. It's really great for watching trends, seeing uh, and determining whether or not a um, one of your cryptos will rise or fall. Last thing I think we'll talk about is that um, I, there's a lot of people. I was just having this discussion uh, during the passing period. Like everybody now is like either you're going, I'm a financial genius, or you're secretly going, please bubble, bop, like bust, bust now so there's a buying opportunity. So there's a lot of fear missing out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of times people are like, man, what is the ground level? Weigh in on, and again, we are not financial planners, although you guys have done pretty darn well. Um, your feelings on the upcoming speculation on Amazon Ethereum. With Amazon Ethereum, um, what I'm telling people right now is to invest, say say you have 50% of your funds, I'd invest maybe um, 20 to 30 of it into normal Ethereum because when Amazon finally releases their own branch of Ethereum, that's going to rise in price alongside Amazon Ethereum. Therefore, you take the other percentage of whatever you have left in that half, put that into Amazon Ethereum as fast as you can mm-hmm. because it's going to rise drastically initially. And uh, I can't really give a solid date when it would level off. So it'd be better yeah. to get in sooner. Than well, later. that's this. I mean, I think that's where, you know, my spidey senses go up because, you know, I. I was a heck of an investor in 1998, <laughs> you know, and then watching that bubble burst. But I mean, that's the thing that scares me is like when everybody knows that everybody's going to jump in, that's when uh, hilarity ensues, right? Like I, I've seen several things come and fall. Like, you know, uh, XM, Sirius XM can't go lower now that Howard Stern's there. Uh, it's a no brainer. And sometimes when no brainers, you know, that's what's scary, which again, everything that we've said today is don't go all in, but this is a unique time in history. Do I, I think that all three of us agree. Is blockchain going to be around? Yes. Oh, 100%. Is this going to be the new currency of the future? I'd say that's a 70% qualified yes. Is it going to be Bitcoin only? Probably not. Is it going to be Ethereum only? Probably not. But these, as we find out the equilibrium, as we try to navigate through this crazy time, we're going to look back on this and go, man, the people that have said they invested in, and if you're crazy and say I invested in 2000, you know, whenever you did years yeah. ago, you're obviously a genius. And then like, but as the rest of the world wakes up to this, I think it's a unique opportunity. Um, just, you know, be sensible about it is, I think, our main point here. Yeah, I, I think the biggest point is to keep your head and don't get caught in the chaos. Yep. How, what I like to tell people is, Bitcoin is your dollar bills. That's your paper money. That's the big bills. You have the $100, um, and et cetera. And the smaller currencies are your coins. That's stuff like pennies, nickels, dimes. You're going to want to keep your coins so you can build up to a dollar. Yeah. Yep. That's good yeah. advice. And if you remember back to when PayPal first started as sort of like, yep. oh, you can buy things on eBay with it. Cool. What else can you do with it? Not much. All right. 
whatever that that'll never take off and now yeah paypal is one of the biggest uh yep buying and selling networks the only thing that keeps me up along your lines is the the governments don't like this like i like i I about lost my yeah my jaw dropped to the ground when i saw that venezuela is like venezuela as a government wants to start going crypto. And I'm like, that's the whole point of it being crypto is to avoid government. So, I mean, that's, that is the thing that, that like Nate and I did a Facebook Live earlier. Like the thing that scares me the most is United States government is like, wait, people are now making millions and we're not getting a cut? Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be interesting. I mean, I remember, I want to say a month ago now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When I first did my, fir- my first big payout. I sold about 13.5 of my 20 Bitcoin at the time at 7,500 US dollars. Cashed it out and I made the mistake of putting that in my bank account. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And um, I remember within minutes I was getting phone calls um, from the from my bank, from their the bank's superiors. I remember getting a phone call from the um, head director of Chase <laughs> asking what the hell is going on and yeah. how did a 17-year-old kid from Noblesville, Indiana just come in contact with $110,000? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I guarantee you, the guy that called you when you said Bitcoin, it may have been Greek to him. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and, and you bring up a really good point. Like, there's going to be a lot of wealth created for a lot of people, and like we're making this up as we go along. Mm-hmm. The government, I, I do. Will all of a sudden they write a law pretty soon? Yep. When does the IRS come knocking on your door, uh, right? asking for their cut? Uh huh. And that's uh, it, you know, it's that 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 uh, you know that's a great point to to end on, Michael. Um, you know, it, it, the, the, there's a lot of unknowns, but do I as an investor? believe this should be a small part of your portfolio? Yes, I do. Um, it, but again, for all the disclaimers in the world, uh, Nate, Michael, and myself are not uh, licensed yeah, that's uh, financial planners. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 you know, our, our job here in the innovation class is to look for opportunities everywhere. You guys, uh, heck, that glorious day where we had an all-class discussion a month or so ago, yeah. Uh, it's been a wild ride since, but I, I, I think this is one of the reasons, well, heck, this is, this, is, this is my shameless moment to promote my class, but this is why it's been so fun is that we've had time and class time to look into the subtleties and, and, the, and, and also have guys like you that have been doing it for a while to also kind of lead. Um, even though I'm going to have it in the link, uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Nate Warler. And keep an eye out in the future as I plan to release some media based around cryptocurrencies. And I'll be promoting that on my Twitter as well when it comes out. Um, Same here. I'm going to be promoting a lot of stuff on my Twitter. Um, If you'd like to follow me more, I have an Instagram. My Twitter, though, is KingMike567. And um, my Instagram is MichaelTR596. Also considering doing some voiceover work as Michael Rogers. All right, um, guys, thank you for joining me today. I, I um, again, my heart. Uh, I'm sure more than just teachers are listening to this because uh, my biggest 
seemingly bases the entrepreneurial crowd, but uh, thank you for, for like demystifying part of it. There is a ton more things. I mean, a ton more things that we did not go over, oh, yeah. but I just wanted to go over the basics of if you were thinking about investing, uh, you know, what to think about now, especially as we see such wild, wild, wild fluctuations. Matter of fact, just in the last 20 minutes, we have seen even more fluctuation. This is crazy. Um, it's down a bit now. There you go. All right. Well, this is Don Wetrick with Michael Rogers and Nate Whirler reminding you that opportunities are indeed everywhere. We'll see ya. We'd love to hear your feedback. Leave your comments, questions, and suggest show topics at startedupinnovation.com. Follow us on Twitter at Let's Start Ed Up and Facebook.com slash Start Ed Up. We're back next week with a new episode.